Hi, my name is James Shepard, and today I want to talk to you about leads, referrals, and cold calls, and how to sell merchant services. So I get the opportunity to speak to literally hundreds uh, over the years, thousands of agents that sell credit card processing. I talk to ISOs, I do consulting. And so as a result of that, I see a lot of different approaches to selling merchant services, uh, just some very unique ones. And what I thought today I would do is I thought I'd take a few minutes to summarize kind of the three main categories of prospecting strategies in the merchant services industry that I see uh, as being successful. So the first one I want to talk to you about is leads. Okay. So I've really seen a lot of kind of change uh, over the years of, of leads and there's two main uh, shifts I've seen. So the first thing is, you know, still definitely with telemarketing, that's still a very valid uh, lead source. However, what I've seen work with telemarketing is actually the individual agent getting their own telemarketer through a freelancer network like Upwork.com. Um, we recently just tested something out. We're still in the middle of testing it. We're going to roll out a whole training program to our pro club subscribers on how to hire your own telemarketer. But we actually ran through this. I invested a couple thousand dollars in kind of trial and error. And, you know, we use like a phone burner dialer and all this stuff. And, you know, the thing that's great about having your own telemarketer when you're doing you know telemarketing is that they can also double as your kind of scheduler and they can do follow up appointments and things like that. And so that's very successful. I would say if you're an individual agent right now and you're like, hey, James, I've got, you know, two, three hundred dollars a week that I want to put into lead generation to dramatically increase my sales numbers. My advice to you would be to hire your own telemarketer. Um, again, you got to be careful and you can't just hire them and just throw them out there. Like this has got to be somebody who's almost like a partner with you and you have to go after specific verticals and really try to segment the market a little bit in order to get the right pitch. Um, and you got to be willing to drive a little further. Obviously, if you're just going out in the field, walking down the street, going into every business, you know, it's a little more efficient, um, but you can definitely get a good telemarketer that's going to make some appointments for you every day, handle your schedule for you, help you figure out where to go and things like that. So again, I've seen that as a trend where individual agents working with individual freelancers is working really, really well. Um, telemarketing at the company level, I've seen that become less and less effective. I just have over the years. Uh, when I get into the industry, that's how I started. I had leads from a telemarketing company the first month I was in it. Um, and yeah, they were okay. You know what I mean? Um, now, the more and more I, I see it, the, the worse they are, which makes sense because it's the same people calling through a whole area and just calling and calling. They're going to burn through an area really, really quick. Okay. Now, the other kind of lead that I've seen be really successful is online marketing leads now that there's so much better targeting specifically with Facebook uh, for retargeting um, and then LinkedIn for just general targeting. So if you have a budget of, I don't know, let's say you've got a budget of maybe $1,000 a month, 500 to 1000 a month, and you'd like to try something out, um, get a book and uh, read up or go online and get a course and read up on LinkedIn uh, paid advertising. Um, LinkedIn paid advertising allows you to target people now based on, it used to be you'd have to spend thousands of dollars a month to even have a LinkedIn campaign, but they've now kind of mirrored Facebook. But the difference is that on Facebook, there's really no way to say, show and add to all the people who are business owners. There's really no way to do that because on Facebook, people don't say in their profile, they don't have like a title of business owner. Whereas on LinkedIn, they do. You do have your title, right? And so LinkedIn's gotten pretty good at finding people. Now, it's still a little bit expensive, in my opinion, for LinkedIn ads. Um, and so it takes a lot of trial and error. You know, you're, you're going to waste 
at least $1,000. Let's be honest with you. If you've never done it before and you're like, yeah, I'm going to try LinkedIn advertising, you're going to waste probably $1,000 literally and get very little results because it's going to take you a while to figure it out. You got to have, you know, do you do a video? Do you do an image ad? You know, what is it? Um, if you're a company looking to do it, I'd be glad to consult and, and help you out with that strategy. But um, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world to do, but it ha it is really successful. And the other thing I found is Facebook retargeting is really successful. So you're out there in the field, you're collecting email addresses, or you're sending people to your website with, say, uh, you know, Google AdWords, and then you're putting a Facebook pixel on there and retargeting those people. So leads can be successful. Um, you know, if you go after, again, having your own telemarketer as an individual agent or exploring some of the newer mediums like uh, LinkedIn advertising to go after uh, paid leads or Facebook retargeting. So that's leads. Number two is referrals. Referrals. Um, referral networks are are right now just extremely valuable. I mean, they really are because again, with credit card processing, you know, you really need to have that that network effect. Um, it can be very difficult to just go in cold turkey sometimes and make that pitch. And you know, the good news is with credit card processing, if you get even just a little bit of an edge, you know, people are not really that loyal to their credit card processor as a general rule. Mainly, they don't want to switch over to you because they don't want to get screwed is really what it comes down to. It's just a risk thing, right? Like, you know, they got, last time they switched, their price was supposed to be lower, it was higher. Time before that they switched, it was supposed to be lower, it was higher. You know, like, they're like, they just don't believe you anymore, you know? So it's really that, that trust factor that actually is what's keeping most merchants from switching to you. That's why when you go in there and offer them savings or offer them a good value, they still say no. So the referral network is powerful because now you've got just that little bit of an edge that says, well, this person recommended me or whatever, right? And so referral networks can be very, very powerful, something I've been looking into a lot more lately and building up. Um, and so I would definitely recommend you look into that. Now, a couple of ways you can do referral networks that are really powerful. One of them is just to go after nonprofit uh, organizations. Uh, reach out to a veterans organization in your area or a school and say, hey, my company would like to help you raise money for your football team or for your veterans organization. And they're like, Okay, cool. Yeah, sure. That's awesome. Um, so you say, great. Well, here's the way it works. Um, you know, you guys, you can give us leads of any business owners that you know. They're already processing credit cards. They can keep processing credit cards just like they are now. But if they process with me, I'm going to give 30% of the uh, profits to your organization. Um, and a lot of times you get a school interested in using that like a fundraiser or a veterans organization is great because you can just go out in the community and now you go in and say, hi, my name is James Shepard. I've partnered with XYZ Veterans Organization that helps veterans with PTSD or whatever it is that they do. And you say, you know, the reason I'm stopping by today is we formed this partnership and we would like to see if you're interested in supporting the troops by doing exactly what you're doing now, not changing anything about what you're doing now. All we're going to do is switch out the credit card processing and we're going to donate a portion of it to this veterans organization uh, as a way to give back. So that can be very powerful. Also, obviously, it's a great thing to do. It's exciting, you know, to do stuff like that. So a couple ideas that have been working pretty good with referral relationships. Last one is cold calling. And so, you know, cold calling always gets kind of uh, short shrift and it's kind of, um, you know, oh, cold calling doesn't work anymore. Prospecting, that just doesn't work anymore. That's absolute baloney. Um, I'm sorry, but it is still the most effective way to get business. It is. It's the way that people like the least, right? 
it's the most difficult. And so it's the one people like the least. And that's what makes it the best. Because if you are out in the field walking into one business after another, pitching merchant services, um, depending on the market that you're in, there's just not as many people that do that. There's a lot more people on the phone. There's a lot more people trying to you know, get people online. And so you have a lot more competition. When you're walking in, if you can perfect that skill of walking in, you're going to be really successful. One trend that I've seen over the last few years that has made an impact there is segmenting the market. And, and this segmentation really grows all the way across all three approaches, you know, um, if you're on LinkedIn advertising, it's a lot better to, to go after all the pizza shop owners in your area, you know, um, segmenting the market is really powerful. And when you're prospecting out in the field, you can segment the market and still go into every business on the street. But what you do is you take all the different businesses in your area and you put them into several buckets, right? Auto repair, uh, high ticket retail, fine dining, quick service, specialty retail, whatever, right? Um, you put them on these buckets, prepare your value proposition for each one of those buckets, okay? And then when you walk into that business, you can prepare, you have a pitch ready to go, you have a value proposition, a presentation for that particular business type. So segmenting the market is very, very powerful. But in general, prospecting still works great. I know lots of uh, salespeople who are making 10, 15, 20 deals a month out prospecting, just walking into businesses cold turkey. It still works. So leads, referrals, and cold calling, just some trends I wanted to share with you today that are impacting the merchant services market. If you have any more questions for me, make sure you go to ccsalespro.com slash Pro Club, all one word, P-R-O-C-L-U-B, ccsalespro.com slash Pro Club. And that's where you can go in, get into our community, exclusive community, ask me questions. Uh, we have marketing materials there. We do monthly workshops, exclusive training, all kinds of cool stuff. So check that out. My name is James Shepard. Have a great day.